This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. On the resurrection morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Sold in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. an existence until you find your purpose then you begin to live 
Life's oppositions are determined by your position in life. Life's sacrifices you make are determined by your rise in life. Life's excuses shall always excuse you from enjoying life's best. Life presents you with presents in the present, so live your life in the present. Life mayn't be fair, but it's fair. It's always fair as you reap what you sow. Life's pull and push can make you wise or make you like a fool in the pool. Life begins with a competition. If one, the rest is collaboration and cooperation. Life begins in the soft womb and ends here on earth in the hard wound and tomb. Written by Ebenezer Koi. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. This another edition of the Daily Devotional Series. And today's lesson is captioned, Taken into Exile. Taken into Exile. Let's turn our Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 43. In toughness, 
The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. While the Jews were watching, Take some large stones with you and bury them in clay, in the brick pavement at the entrance to Pharaoh's place, in Tophanes. Then say to them, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, I will send for my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will set his throne over these stones I have buried here. He will spread his royal canopy above them. He will come and attack Egypt, bringing death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined for captivity, and the sword to those destined for the sword. He will set fire to the temples of the gods of Egypt, and he will burn their temples and take their gods captive. As a shepherd wraps his garment around him, so will the wrap, so will he wrap Egypt around himself and depart from there unscathed. There in the temple of the sun in Egypt, he will demolish the sacred pillars and will burn down the temples of the gods of Egypt. Amen. Amen. Please help us understand today's lesson. All right. As you have already introduced it, um, where we ended and what we talked about yesterday was that now the children of Israel, led by Johanan, decided to go and stay in Egypt in spite of the fact that God had expressly spoken that they should stay in Jerusalem. Now, when they got into Egypt, they decided to go to the farthest country. Not yet, for instance, if they were coming from, let's say, Togo and they reached Accra, they will say, no, Accra is even the capital town and possibly we may still be at risk. So we want to run away straight to the north and get a very quiet place. So they got to a place called Half Panhes. And that place, they, it, was, it, it was a fortified city which they thought could give them security. But unfortunately, as they got into this land, God was still there to speak to them. So God instructed the prophet Jeremiah to take up some stones, hide it in some kind of bricks, and go and then bury it in front of um, the Egyptian king's, um, should I say, entrance. And tell the people that even though they have run away as far back to that place, and they think they have security in the fortified um, walls that they have, God is going to kindle the Babylonians to chase them. In fact, when you read earlier, the earlier verses of chapter 43, God says that wherever they go to, the sword will even go there. It will be after them. And that is going to be their portion. So God intentionally told the prophet to let them know that they are not going to be secured, even though they have gone to secured cities in Egypt in other to hide. And that is one of the things we need to learn that sometimes in our wants, in our quest to satisfy our desires, we may end up inflicting wounds or even scars that cannot be healed forever in our lives. And that's why we need to be very careful the decisions we make today. We need to be careful the choices we make today. We need to be careful the activities we indulge in today. If it is expressly against the will of God, we are inflicting indelible marks on ourselves and we need to be very careful. I pray that we will all not allow ourselves to be taken into exile because sometimes in our our own closet of security, we are deceived that we have enough security. I have, I have learned countless occasions whereby 
People even made barbed wires. They made electric wires over their fence. But even amidst those things, they were killed in their own houses. Never be de deceived that once you have um, a burglar proof, you are proof or you are robber proof. You can be robbed. You can be robbed. It takes only God to protect you. Nothing that human security provides is enough to protect our souls. It's enough to protect our life, which did not come as a result of man-made things. I pray that we will find security in the Lord. As Psalm 91 says that he who dwells under the shadow of the Almighty, you will be a big shelter. You'll be a big tree under the Lord. And at the end, he will give charge to his angels to carry you on his wings so that you don't crush your foot against any stone. I pray that we trust in the Lord absolutely and with unreserved or unflinching hope that he will deliver us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for taking us through. We could see here that Nebuchadnezzar invaded Egypt. And like Judah, Egypt rebelled against him and was quickly crushed. So much for the great empire on which Judah had constantly placed its hopes. So therefore, what practical lessons are we supposed to learn from this? Nebuchadnezzar invaded Egypt. Like Judah, Egypt rebelled against him and was quickly crushed. So much for the great empire on which Judah had constantly placed its hopes. With this, what is the lesson trying to tell us? Well, we, we are talking about a God who has power over all nations. And whereas Israel was running away from clutches of um, Babylon, they had forgotten that God had power even over Babylon also, and that he can kindle their hearts to come as far back as Egypt to still get them. But for me, my worry has been that you can see how sometimes our wrong choices may affect other people. Now, because of the Israelites, if Egypt was to be otherwise peaceful because of their presence in the land, they are going to suffer strife from Nebuchadnezzar also. So that, that is some of the some of the mysteries sometimes we can unravel. Why would God want to punish the Egyptians? as a result of accepting the Israelites in their, in their country. And that is what we find in this story. Thank you so much. This also happens to us. Sometimes the innocent ones are always punished for whatever reason that they do not have any idea about. Taken into exile is what we're looking at. And I believe the lesson has indeed been a blessing to us all. Our pastor will give us his last words. What I want to end with you this morning is that, yes, you may have been taken into exile. Probably you are in your Egypt again this morning. But remember, for God, there is nothing called too late. If you will heed his voice and get closer unto him, he will draw near also unto you. May he help you never to fall back as much as you get up from sin. May he bless you and strengthen you for your whole day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. We thank God for how far he has brought us. May the good Lord bless us all. Amen.
any enquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. Listener, welcome to the moment of truth. I'm your humble servant, Odro Brightexon, from Valley View University. I share with you the word of God, caption, He will draw you, He will draw you. By the close of this verse, reaching us, we will know who will draw you. I will know who will draw me. Father, we thank you this time for this privilege. We thank you for our lives. We pray committing this time into your hands that may take absolute control. Help us to be able to listen to this words and become the doers of it. In Jesus' name, have it prayed with thanksgiving. The key test is taken from John chapter 12, verse 32. 
that if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Two, I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. In fact, Christ has come to give himself as a living sacrifice for our sins. The very first and most important thing is to melt and subdue the soul by presenting our Lord Jesus Christ as the sin bearer, the sin pardoning Savior, making the gospel as clear as possible. For as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you proceed to the 17, I'm reading from John chapter 3 verse 16. If you proceed to the 17, that for the Lord sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but rather through him that the world must be saved. The man Jesus has power to save you and I. He has poured his life, he has laid down his life for you to walk through it, to have it, to grab it, so that through him you can be saved. The man Jesus has power to save you and I. The only condition here is to believe in him and accepting him as your personal savior. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Matthew chapter 1, 21. He has accepted to come and bear our sins, our sorrows. Isaiah also put it that way. Isaiah chapter 53, verses 3 to 5. I continue that. He is dispersed and rejected by men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hide as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has come to, to bore our sins our grief, and cried, and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him striking, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. But about 700 years plus or ago, that God revealed this prophecy to Isaiah, and it surely came to pass. Whatever that Isaiah prophesied came to pass. Colossians chapter 1, reading from the verses 19 to 20, puts it this way, that for it pleased the Father, that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself. Amen. The cross of Calvary is to be lifted high above the people, absorbing their minds and concentrating their thoughts 
then all the spiritual faculties will be charged with divine power. Should we allow it so? Direct from God. The power will come from God. If you should tune up, if you should link up to the cross, the power will come from God to govern our lives, to regulate us, to sweet what the Lord wanted us to be. Yes, the lamp of God is ever ready to take away our sins if we are ready to yield to him. Yes, as John proclaimed. Look, the lamp of God which takes away the sins of the world. Are we like sheep? All we like sheep have gone astray. We too. All we like sheep has gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of all of us. The Lord has laid your iniquity by iniquity unto the man Jesus. So it is left unto you to accept him so that he will take control of your sins, put it upon himself, so that whatever wrong that you have done will be put unto him. Whatever wrong that I have also done will be put unto him. All that we have to do here is to yield up to Jesus Christ so that our sins will be put unto him. And with that, we can be sure of the kingdom of God that is soon to come. We thank the Lord Almighty, even as we have heard these words from him, we pray that may he continue to motivate us and prepare us all for his coming. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>